So I said, at what point are you tolerating too much? So, Sydney, how are you feeling today? Well, Mark, I think I'm... <laughs> Maybe I was a bell pepper, but <laughs> after that, <laughs> I am probably hanging at the Carolina <laughs> Reaper. Carolina Reaper? Okay, I was I'm, hot, Mark. <laughs> I'm at a ghost pepper, so I'm up there with you. I'm up there with you. Um, so I think you know what I want to talk about um, because I'll start here. I am often told by various people that obviously, you know, relationships are give and take. Mm -hmm. Um, But my genuine question is, at what point may you be giving too much Mm -hmm. without taking the same amount? And like when I say this, I mean, like I know relationships will not always be 50-50. It'll be 80-20, 60-40. I get that. But and more so even before you get in a relationship, um, obviously we are not perfect. Right. You will not be fully healed. You will not have everything together, financials, spirituality, anything. You will mm-hmm. not have it all together before you get in a relationship. But at what point do me as a single person, when do I say, okay, I can work with you on this or nah, mm. like I, that's, I can't deal with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, I am, Somebody who has like zero, zero tolerance, like zero tolerance. And it's something that I'm definitely working a little bit better to manage. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that assessing whether or not you are depleting or emptying your cup and not getting anything in return Mm -hmm. is um, like the first step. Also, identifying like what about this relationship is requiring you or asking you to give. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thinking about your non-negotiables, like things that you just cannot, like, you know, those things that you right. just cannot do. Right. Um, and assessing what of those things are you given too much of? But as someone who I, I feel like personally I can be too picky. Mm-hmm. And like where that goes into where you talk about you have zero tolerance. I don't want to have zero tolerance and then block my own blessings. So, and I I understand the non-negotiables. Yes. However, you know, when we, cause everybody has a list mm-hmm. of qualities, characteristic traits that they want in that husband, wife, partner, whatever it may be. How do you know what is something that you can say like, put in layaway. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you don't have it now, but I trust that you'll have it later. Like, how do you differentiate what those qualities and traits may be? So, to be honest, I don't even think that you could have, like, my definition of having zero tolerance will put me in a situation where I block my blessings only because I feel like in a spouse or a partner, I want what God wants for me. So, okay. when I say zero tolerance, I mean, like, for anything other than the things that I identify will work for me. Right. Um, and I think my brother actually told me that I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. I just know and have experienced what I want. Okay. Um, because I think oftentimes 
women especially, like we are quick to be labeled picky or um, stubborn or all of these things because we have a preference, right? We desire to be treated a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that, you know, it's necessarily fair, right? Mm -hmm. That because I have taste in this area that I should be categorized as somebody who is too picky, right? right? I think I was talking to somebody yesterday and I use this analogy, like I really don't feel like you could force people to value you, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the things that we often do in a relationship. We get in a relationship and we get so frustrated and fed up with how they're treating us, right? Because we deserve better. We deserve more. But I really had to like question even that mindset, right? Mm -hmm. I got an analogy for you. A Rolex, Right. So you understand the value of a Rolex. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't gift somebody who's used to wearing fossil watches a Rolex. (laughs) Right. And then expect them to understand the value, the upkeep. Right. That it takes to have a Rolex watch. Right. You wouldn't do it. Same thing with identifying your value and your worth. Mm -hmm. I always tell myself this all the time. Right. I won't get frustrated with somebody else's lack. I'll just go where I'm valued. And I really had to like accept that because it got frustrating. Like I'm the shit. Like, why don't you see it? Like this is, this is insulting to me. Right. So instead of continuing to like force this person who doesn't see you the same way you see you go somewhere where they can acknowledge your value. Right. Right. So then to dive a little bit deeper, do you feel like a person that do you feel like an an assignment can also be the person that you're meant to be with? Meaning that no, okay, let me <laughs> <laughs> let me add a little little context. Meaning, I believe that people are placed in your life for reasons and seasons. Mm-hmm. Let's say that at the time you met so and so, maybe there was something that either. God needed you to realize about yourself or needed you to help this person realize about themselves. But maybe this is the person that ultimately you were supposed to be with later down the line. Once whatever lesson you both figure out, you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I kind of think timing is important. Um, I think also discernment is even more important than that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we don't really know. Right. Right. You can have met somebody in 2000 and then come 2024, you meet them again. And that's your person. Right. Right. I think the important thing is how you navigate the relationship when you have it in front of you, Mm -hmm. because you could essentially start to talk to somebody who is out of timing. Right. right? And then compromise the relationship because it was too soon. So like really honing in on what is it that God is telling you and that person to do collectively, because you could be getting the same or different messages. That's why it's important to be on the same page. Right. And identifying like what we are supposed to be doing in this relationship. Right. So yeah, I have a lot of questions, but <laughs> I'm going to say, and again, cause I've talked to my friends about this mm-hmm. and it's hard to, Because, again, we don't know who our person is. I do believe that you have more than one person in this world. Um, It's just all about, like, when you meet them, whenever you cross paths. But I guess my next question is, do you feel like 
you can almost be because, okay, I don't want to. God is telling me that this person is an assignment. I'm just keep it real. Okay. God is telling me that this person is an assignment. Mm-hmm. He's shown me that he's yelling it at me at this point. So okay. I have no choice but to listen. However, I can also see this person potentially being a life partner okay. because of common commonalities, ways that we both like aspirations, values, morals. Okay. So how do I not close myself off to what could be, but accept what currently is you get what I mean Uh because I don't want to shut off the fact of because you could one day be my husband but right now that's not it right but how do I stay in today without thinking about tomorrow well you do just that and one thing um to think about or consider is to try (laughs) as hard as you can okay to refrain from doing anything that would compromise the relationship right in the long term right so I think that Again, you don't necessarily know until you know. So just try not to forecast your own desires Mm. before God is giving you the message. So literally, like, even praying for, like, one day at a time strength. Mm. Like, I'm tempted. He tempted. We tempted. (laughs) But we need you, okay? So, like, really, like, inviting God into the relationship. So then it'll, like, diminish the desires that you may feel to skip. To right. whatever you need to skip to, right? Um, because you really essentially like don't necessarily know until you know, and that's where it's it's stressful for me. Like it's stressful because I, if I just base it off of how this person acts right now, mm-hmm. I am giving way more than what I'm receiving. Like okay. I'm being a, I'm being a good friend. Like I'm giving you all of these like loving qualities, trustworthy, honesty. Like I'm I'm showing up for you, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting that. And it's like at what point do I like let go because I I truly believe you could be my person. You do you get my dilemma? I get, I get it. But Morgan, one thing that you said was that he's an assignment. So if you understand the definition of an assignment, if he's your assignment, then you are essentially going to be given more than you're receiving because it's strictly supposed to be to benefit him. Right. So when you switch your perspective to a relationship, right, or some life partner, then you have expectations that he's supposed to be giving you something, but you ain't supposed to be there yet. So pretty much what you're telling me <laughs> is that I just need to keep pouring into him and continue to expect to get nothing back. No. What I'm saying is (laughs) continue to pray, ask God for direction Mm. and give what God is telling you to give. Because my relationship with God and how I view, you know, God and as it relates to assignments is that if he is essentially an assignment or this person is essentially assignment, God is not going to force me to deplete myself or drain myself for the benefit of somebody else without refilling me of the things that I need. Right. Right. So I think perspective switching is important because we do this as women. Like if we see something we won't, we already don't walk down the aisle. We don't pick the dress out, the house, the kids. Y'all no, got a dog real, period. Did you get the house? I know how many bedrooms we want to live in. <laughs> we like, do I it. Got this envision. <laughs> we Thanks. do it. Right. But you got to remind yourself of where you are and what season God has told you you in. Right. right. And that's the assignment season. So like, looking at what it means when you are in relationship with an assignment and what that will require of you Mm -hmm. and what 
help you need from God. I think real big emphasis on inviting God in and asking him, what is it that you need me to do with this? Because I'm feeling this way. Like I talk to God, like my homeboy, right? Like, you know, this man is fine and you know, I'm attracted to these things, God, but you told me he is my assignment. So, I'm going to need you to reveal cool it to me, me yeah. now. <laughs> Please, because it's Slow hot. It all the way now. <laughs> Listen, sister, it's hot. <laughs> Mui, Cali a day. <laughs> so you just got to get real. Like, you got to, you really just got to get real. And then accept that, like, your feelings are natural. Like, it's natural. It's like human nature, to the, the art of attraction, like the law of attraction. So, like, extending yourself some grace and, like, praying for one day at a time. So would that be your final note to the homegirls? That is my final note to the homegirls. Just remember to extend yourself grace and wait on his timing. Amen. And we dropped the mic. Oh, y'all made it. Spicy chick. How y'all feeling after that episode? Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at Miss Mo Marie. You can follow Sydney at Sydney Jazz Marie. Sydney with an I, not with a Y. And also follow our Letter to My Homegirls page on Instagram at LTMH Podcast. So follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our channel. Turn on your post notifications. So when we drop this next season, <laughs> you already hip. And continue to listen. And don't forget, go on Instagram. Tell us in the comments how you feeling. What, what's your spicy level after hearing this episode? But all right. Thanks, y'all. And see you next time.